0: It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Narcissist loves it when you don't block them. Narcissist loves it when you leave the door open so they can walk back through and steal you back. When does the abuse stop? When does the narcissist finally stop reaching out? Stop contacting you? Stop stalking you? Stop obsessing over you? When does it actually stop? A lot of times people ask this question, they wonder in a question of when is it actually going to finish because they're stuck in their relationship for such a long period of time. It's like, how do I actually get out? Like, what do I actually do? Or you have the people that get out and then they're still stuck. They're still trauma bonded and they're not sure what to be able to process next. How to be able to break free from that toxic person. Maybe you've been a part of that toxic relationship where you've broken up or you've gotten out of the relationship or you've gotten a divorce or you've separated or whatever it might be. And you realize that the narcissistic abuse still is there. The, the post-separation abuse that ramps up even more, the, the stalking, the incessant phone calls, like so many things that keep happening. You're like, why won't they just give up? When will this actually stop? Well, today we're going to actually look into a couple different things about how narcissists ramp up abuse at the end, how they bring in different rage, how they bring in different abuse, how they're addicted to a lot of it, and how to stop it, and how it's going to get to that place of being able to actually have it not happen anymore, or at least not be affected by it. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. you haven't had a chance to check out some of the other platforms, then go ahead and and look them up uh, under TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Just look us up under Raw Motivations. We'd love to have you follow. We'd love to have you just help support the community there. And you realize there's a lot more people out there that don't know about narcissistic abuse, that don't know what's actually being done to them, that don't know that lack of communication, that cheating relationship, that emotional insecurity that's being caused by another person. It actually might be abuse. So we'd love to have you a part of those communities just to help learn, grow, heal, and change because that's what we're about. If you want to be a part of a community specifically for that, then download the NARC app. You can get more information at narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, narcapp.com, and check it out there. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community community of like-minded people that are working together to try to give advice, counsel, support, encouragement to people that are getting out of that narcissistic relationship or that are trying to heal from it. You can look at courses. You can go through different exercises. You can um, look at different aspects of the weekly lives and the monthly group coaching. There's accountability. There's a lot of different things we're trying to build into the app and continue to develop it to help you. Grow, heal, and change. So, would love to have you interact with that. Just narcap.com. If you want to talk to me sometime, go to rawmotivations.com. Click on one-on-ones. So would love to interact with you. Would love to try to help you through breaking the trauma bond, through getting through the rumination cycle, and through setting boundaries. And so know what that looks like going forward in the future aspect of how you're going to continue that healing, growth, and change. A lot of A lot of people have been asking recently about the wife, about the wife's perspective. So my wife, Kayla, has actually agreed to do a podcast, and we're super excited to be able to bring that to you guys. We released the first episode just the other week. The second episode is dropping um, pretty soon as well. So we'd love to have you check that out. Go look it up um, either on Amazon Music, Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. But it's under Trauma, Drama, and Life. And I'll see about linking that as well. But Trauma, Drama, and Life, check that out. Uh, A lot of people want to hear her perspective. That's both of us on a podcast, typically about like 15 to 25 minutes, trying to help you understand what it's like going through all this stuff in our lives and what that looks like on a day-to-day basis. Anyways, so when does the narcissistic abuse stop? Because as the narcissist continues to go further and further in the relationship, they start to ramp it up, right? A lot of times it might be the covert aspect of it gets ramped up slowly and slowly and sneakily over time. Sometimes it's more the overt and it's been that way the whole time. It's just been what you have been used to. But a narcissist, as they get closer to the end of the relationship, they'll continue to devalue more. They'll continue to raise that abuse. A lot of times you'll see that in the devaluation of let me build you up and then let me tear you back down. A lot of times tearing you back down so that I don't have to feel as bad about myself. So I don't have to feel that I'm responsible for the things that I've done or the things that I've said. Instead, I'll project that and I'll put that onto you. You'll see a lot of times in the rage or the rage will ramp up like early on the relationship, you know, zero to 10, zero to 20. And then all of a sudden zero to 60, zero to 100. Like it happens faster and faster. There's not even like a little buffer. It's just boom, rage. A lot of times you'll see that when it ramps up with violence of maybe even going as far as is hitting you, as abusing in different ways, even trying to kill you. There's multiple ways that have happened in different relationships that have led to more and more violence. And please, please, if you're listening to this today and that's part of your story, please be careful and please make sure you get out. The end of the relationship, a lot of times the narcissist will try to change tactics. They'll try to switch it up to be able to get you to stay a little bit longer in their lives, to be able to abuse you a little bit more, to be able to control you. The end of the relationship, a lot of times they'll get to the place where they even want you to leave so that they look better, so that they look like they tried at the last minute or so they look like they were the dedicated and devoted one and you're the one that walked out of the relationship. Sometimes the rage will get so bad, like I said, it'll turn violent. If it does, you need to break free. When a narcissist is raging out, one of the things they're looking for is they're looking for a reaction. They're looking for you to respond in any way. Sometimes people think of love bombing and think of the reaction that the narcissist wants and think of supply. They think of a positive one. Of I'm giving them love. I'm giving them attention. This one aspect of supply. The other aspect of supply is just giving any reaction. You could be looking at the narcissist and saying, I love you, and looking at them and saying, I hate you, and it'd be the same thing for them. A lot of times people don't realize that. So a lot of times the narcissist is using rage, and they're looking for a reaction. They're looking for a response. This is why I normally caution people a lot when I talk about gray rocking, because gray rocking, becoming uninterested to the narcissist, giving giving small responses, short responses that, that show that you're not engaging, you're not reacting A lot of times that can lead towards more violence and more abuse. So please, please be careful. If you're going to try gray rocking, it's effective, I would say, 50% of the time. But you have to know the person in your life to know if it's going to get more violent or not. So please be careful. Sometimes people in those relationships have to be very tactful as they try to get out of the relationship. Maybe they have a plan in place and there's times that they almost have to give a fake reaction to a certain level. To appease the narcissist so they leave them alone. Otherwise, they'll keep hounding and hounding and pushing and pushing until they get, until they prompt that reaction. The best thing you can do in these situations is when it's safe, make sure to remove yourself from that situation or from that relationship because it's not going to stop. They're going to keep coming at you time and time and time again because they're looking for that reaction. They want that reaction. Sometimes with the abuse, people wonder, you know, hey, it might stop because, you know, they're getting interested in someone else. It might stop because they're cheating and they're they're moving on. It might stop because they discarded me and they're going on to the next person. And honestly, the majority of time when people say that, in my mind, I just think you're really naive. Because that's not how a narcissist works. Narcissist wants to move from person to person and keep all the doors and all the lines of communication open so they can keep walking back into anybody's life and keep you on tap. To be able to come into your life and be able to take whatever they want from you, money, time, emotion, sex, be able to take whatever they want from you and then move back to the next person or go to the next person and then still revisit. Sometimes people think maybe it will stop because they're getting married now or they're having kids or they're moving in with someone else and it doesn't work that way. A lot of times we see time and time again of a narcissist still reaching back out, still trying to contact, whether they're married, whether you're married, whether they have kids, doesn't matter. All that matters to them is the mask that they're putting out for everybody else to see and what they want. And that's oftentimes to be with multiple people. So a lot of times people ask, like, why won't they leave me alone? They're with someone else. Why isn't that good enough? Well, you weren't good enough for them. The next person isn't good enough for them. No one is good enough for the narcissist because the narcissist is not looking at anyone else thinking this is a good person or not. They don't care. And the sooner you can understand that, the sooner you can realize that they don't care about you, it's all about themselves and the mass that they put up, then you start to realize that they just do whatever they want. A lot of times that's that living in the moment. You see, a lot of times the narcissist is addicted to the high. They're addicted to the high of cheating. They're addicted to the adrenaline high of, of, of sneaking around. They're addicted to adrenaline just as a whole. A lot of times you'll see like people being in extreme sports, a lot of different things. Like they're addicted to something. You'll see that addiction come out in cheating and in adrenaline in drugs and alcohol and in, in sex and pornography and all different types of things. You'll see a lot of that happen and that narcissist starts to get addicted to your reaction, to your response, to the fact that they're controlling you. So when you're able to start to take that away of like, Hey, you no longer have this power over me. You no longer have the right to control me. And when you start to take that back, A lot of times it'll get worse for a moment, and a lot of times it'll also get better. You see, the reason why a lot of times they keep coming back and the abuse doesn't stop is typically because they're still able to get a reaction from you. Narcissists won't stop abusing you until you actually remove yourself from the situation or you remove yourself from their area, from their location, from their life, from their job, so that you get away, so that you can heal, but also so that they don't have control over you. A lot of times we talk about this, we say, hey, leave, ghost, block, change your number, do whatever you need to do to get away. A lot of times people think like, oh, it's fine. Like I'm I'm no contact. They can still reach out, but I don't think they will. And then they get sucked back in. Narcissist loves it when you don't block them. And narcissist loves it when you leave the door open so they can walk back through and steal you back. Sometimes this has to go to the place of people getting protective and restraining orders. Half the people are like, I know they don't work. Yes, a piece of paper is not going to stop them, but it does help you have some legal aspect of you following through every single time it's broken, getting them put in jail, getting a higher restraining order, getting them put away and getting to the place where, hey, like this person can no longer affect me, can no longer reach me. Please be safe. There's countless people that I talk to and that I work with on a day-to-day basis that sometimes we're building exit strategies, sometimes we're building safety strategies, sometimes we're building plans for them to be able to get out, but also safe in the same aspect because there's so many things that are going on that you need to make sure that you're being careful of. A lot of times when you have that gut feeling, when you have that gut aspect of like, I'm not sure what to do, like maybe maybe I shouldn't do this because I don't feel safe, I would trust that. Because when you're with a narcissist, they wanna be able to hide that, they wanna be able to push that down so that you don't go off of your own intuition, you don't go off of your own gut feelings when you're feeling that aspect and you think, maybe I'm overreacting on the safety aspect, you're probably not. So please be careful.